0: Patient flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. On today's episode, we meet Kim Whitley, Vice President of Patient Logistics and Care Coordination at Phoebe Putney Health System. Kim was a leader in the adoption of teletracking at Phoebe Putney and continues to drive the technology to improve patient flow. Let's listen in as Kim talks about the challenges facing Phoebe Putney as they started the teletracking journey. About a year ago, January of 2018, there was a total gridlock at the hospital, and there was um, probably 18, 20 patients waiting in the emergency room. they have been waiting for a while to be go up to the floor, and there was just absolutely no movement anywhere. Full surgery schedule, um, cath schedule, and it was total gridlock and so they got a group of senior VPs and VPs and directors in a room to try and figure out how to unstop the gridlock and realized that by focusing all those resources from different areas and that focus that they were able to unstop the gridlock but it took a lot of work And it took a lot of going back and forth because the first thing they realized is there was no transparency. They didn't have any idea what was going on, what beds were available, who was going home. And obviously a VP, senior VP, director model is not sustainable. And so they decided to launch into a discovery on what's out there. Came across teletracking. It started out as a journey; still is a journey. I came to work there in September, and I had already had twenty-six years of previous patient flow experience at my other facility, and so that's what they were looking for: somebody that could help lead the effort. And they were all in from the from the CEO to the board to the hospital authority. Everyone was committed to making this work. Can you talk about how you rallied the troops <laughs> to really focus quickly? Yeah. When When I first came, I, my first day was September the 17th, so I was trying to figure out what do we have. They had a transfer center at a very remedial level, and, and our system that we had was not... Our uh, EMR had a BED component, but very, very uh, elementary. And so um, spent that time doing that and planning for our launch of the technology, the implementation. That did not happen until the week after Thanksgiving was when discovery happened. So virtually from discovery was the end of November, until go live was the end of February, we virtually stood up a command center and went live with teletracking in three months over the holidays. I can tell you the number one driving key factor for driving success was, was the executive engagement because this was the most single most important strategic initiative. and the message was sent out that this is important and you, need, you make time for it and you make it happen. And if you're confused about whether or not you should make it happen, then come to me and I'll help you determine where that confusion is or is there something on your plate that needs to be moved off. And so that was the first thing. And then, of course, that's my purpose was I was hired to to run the project and, and bring it forward. It was quite a journey. We had a team that met every two or three times a week. For at least two or three hours, and we had a whole list of things that we knew we had to do. We had IT at the table, care management, nursing, of course the the transfer center. We had executives there that attended. We had our we have a very very um, highly developed and robust process improvement team. They were drivers of the on the process too, which helped a lot because we could identify those things we needed to do right away and those things that. We could wait until after we were live it was a very important initiative for us to to do and we wanted to bring it up at a time when we were at high capacity which is always flu season for for us in the hospital although to tell you the truth flu season's over with and we're still at very high capacity so i think those were the driving forces yeah. now that's a, a big cultural shift mm-hmm. to do something like this How did you manage that piece of it? We tried as much as we could to have people work in committees because outside of the three days a week that we worked, we had several committees going on. And so what we did is we tried our best to bring more people in to what was going on so that they understood what we were doing, why we were doing it, and it wasn't just something that we were forcing them to do. From the very first time, the first meeting I had at our leadership council, which is where all the directors and managers are there, I mean, I gave them the best practice document from teletracking and the metrics of what we were trying to achieve. So from the very beginning, everybody knew this is where we're going. This is, this is what we're doing. I think it was communication and feedback that helped. Now, was it perfect? No because we you know t- today we're having our challenges with the change management process but i think that's why we were able to get things off the ground quickly and then be able to have a lot of process improvement around that probably one of our most successful areas is our transport we went from a eight person transport team to like a 21 person transport team so we got the buy-in from and the approval from our administration to hire that many people and we were able to hire enough people. Their turnaround times are way below best practice or or better. Our EVS team is doing pretty well. They're turning their beds around in um, anywhere from an hour and 15 minutes, hour and seven minutes, so they're, they're doing really well. We have reduced diversion at our facility we've been able to provide more open hours, and and of course that provides more access to our facility. We're struggling a little bit with the pending discharge piece and the discharge workflow piece, and, and getting that discharge time out the door from confirmed discharge to out the door is still higher than what we'd like it to be, but we've had some visits from the advisory group from teletracking that's been very very helpful our last engagement was the whole discharge readiness process and we have four teams that are working on the different components of that so we are seeing a little bit of movement in that not as fast as I'd like to see it but it's 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 going well What are some of your next steps? Uh, Well, we signed the contract for Clinical Workflow Suite, and so that's on the docket to get that going. Our our major focus right now is nursing engagement and improving discharge because the rest will seem to fall in place, but we've got to improve getting patients out the door, identifying them in advance and moving that discharge time from, you know, late in the afternoon to earlier in the morning. We have seen some successes in improving our discharge by, we're we're looking at 3 o'clock instead of 2 o'clock. We are seeing those numbers go up. However, our focus now is on discharges before 11, because... We're not performing well at that at all. So, right now, our three major focuses are discharge by 11, identifying those pending discharges uh, 24 to 48 hours in advance, and then looking at beds dirtied by transport. We have a nursing leadership group that meets every other week so they know what the three major initiatives are and they have to come in and present their metrics and their action plan and their barriers and then their solutions. And so we're hoping that's going to drive more nursing understanding and engagement so that we can move those numbers. I think what is so amazing about teletracking is how relevant the company has made itself from the standalone bed tracking system to what you have now that You have client engagement sessions like this so you can hear what we need as a client, what we need to make things better for our patients and safer care and more efficient care, and then then you do it. If you had one piece of advice you could give somebody who's considering starting this, what would that be? It's never going to be a perfect go-live, so don't, don't right. think that it's ever going to be perfect. You just have to rip the Band-Aid off and go. But do spend, I feel like I wish we had more time to have spent on training because that is such a foundation for use of the system. But don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. Just move forward. This is the patient flow podcast powered by teletracking, your source for insightful conversations by industry leaders making a difference in patient flow today.